we'd like to welcome you back to part four of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 6, 2020. And uh, we're about 20 pages into the 36-page PDF. It's actually expanded some because I have to keep adding new information even as I'm recording now. This just broke. Iran commander says they will level Tel Aviv and Haffa. A top Iranian official and former top commander of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps issued a late midnight warning to President Donald Trump promising that Tehran will bring Tel Aviv and Haffa, which are in Israel, to ashes if the U.S. dares to reciprocate Iran's reprisal attack in vengeance for the assassination of General Soleimani. The specific quote was, if the U.S. takes any action after our military response, we will level Tel Aviv and Haffa to the ground. Secretary of Iran's Expediary Council, Mohsin Rezaei, said minutes into Monday. Now, <laughs> you realize what that means. He's saying there's going to be military action. Everything I've said to you in this teaching today indicates they're going to respond and they're going to respond really hard. Iran. Everything that we're seeing indicates that. The only thing they're waiting on is to get Soleimani's body into the ground. And when that happens, I would imagine in the next day or so, whatever. They're pre-positioning their assets. They're pre-positioning missiles. They're, they're fueling up stuff. I mean, there's all types of things pointing to that. Just see the, you know, the first two parts of the study. I hate to add this in at the fourth part, but this just broke. So he says if the U.S. takes any action after our military response, we will level Tel Aviv and Hoffa to the ground. Well, that's saying it's a foregone conclusion. We are going to respond. And if you dare respond to our military response, we're going to then go after Israel. A few hours earlier, Iran's missile batteries were sighted on the move to the country's western border, spe starting speculations that Tehran's military action to revenge the U.S. attack on Soleimani might be in the offing. Rezaei's re meaningful remarks came after the U.S. President Trump on Saturday warned Iran that if it retaliates for the assassination of General Soleimani, it will face U.S. attacks on 52 different targets, a number he says was symbolic as the 52 hostages in the Iranian crisis in the 80s. Okay. Analysis, and this is by, this is by Hal Turner, and I understand I, I don't normally always, but I think what he's saying here is valid okay or i wouldn't be reading it he says the killing of Soleimani was just was done not just to eliminate terrorists now remember he just got kicked off of a radio station for posting that interview of the caller that called in about the caller saying they invited Soleimani to iraq the trump administration did and that's why he showed up with a contingent there of his uh, another general and four other guys they knew where they were going to be and that's why they had the, the predator drone take them out they did it on purpose by design they, they ambushed them bushwhacked them whatever you want to say so hal turner says the killing of the Soleimani was not just done to eliminate a terrorist but 
and elicit a desired Iranian response, which is exactly what I've been saying. We've been trying to provoke Iran for a good at least 15 years to get us into this situation where we would finally be at war with Iran, which is one of the last dominoes that has to fall in the Middle East in order to get World War III, that World War III show on the way. He said that in turn would provoke another U.S. response. Well, Soleimani's saying he's going to do it. We're going to do this. We're just waiting to get Soleimani's body in the ground. And then at some time after that, we're going to respond. Now, I would assume it's this week. You know, hope I'm wrong. But they've already committed to this. If they didn't do this... I mean, it, they would look like the biggest, um, I don't know, blowhard? Like, oh, you say you're going to do this and you don't do it. You're a paper tiger. You're, you're a bunch of wimps. I, I don't think they're going to do that. I, I, I really, every indication from what they're saying is they are going to hit back hard. Um, I don't know. I mean... What do you guys think? The killing of Soleimani was done not just to eliminate terrorists, but elicit a desired Iranian response, which is retaliation. That in turn would provoke another U.S. response. I am not stupid. I know how geopolitics work. U.S. Israel want Iran to bite. They are done with all the mind games, the Iranian stalling tactics. Well, really, it's just Iranian not wanting to go into World War III, but you know. Regardless of whatever course of action Iran decides to take after Soleimani, after the Soleimani assassination, it's all going to come to a hit anyway. Even if the Iranian military does not directly attack UN forces with all the missiles they have already rolled out, all the U.S. needs to do now is Trump holding Iran fully accountable for actions attributed to some Iranian proxy. And they could stage that like they've done, like they did this last summer with the oil refinery attacks and, and that type of stuff. They just blamed it on Iranian proxies. They were trying to get us into World War III over the summer, going into the fall. That didn't quite work. For one reason or another, it got pushed back. The grace of God. But, man, I mean, unless, again, God intervenes, I don't see it. I don't see any other way out of this now. We'll see. We'll see, though. Um, those with interest in seeing this escalate, which would be USA, which would be Saudi Arabia to a certain extent, which would be Israel, can easily exploit that fact and make that happen, meaning a false flag attack blamed on Iran. Iran attacks U.S. interests. Well, then 52 Iranian targets get destroyed, according to Trump. Iran decides not to attack U.S. interests. Someone else will attack U.S. interests, meaning one of their false flag proxy type people that's blamed on Iran. And Iranian passports will be left at the scene. Yeah. Yep. That's what I've been saying all along. 52 Iranian sites get destroyed. Iran only has one choice, jump or be pushed. I agree. I agree. Unless God intervenes, I don't see any other way this 
this ends. Just don't. I hope I'm wrong, but we'll, we'll, we'll know soon enough. Going back to the Second Amendment report. Not one inch on the Second Amendment, Virginia gun rights speech. Go ahead and play this. down to what we're here for and i guess all of you all saw my video and you know i talk loud so i probably don't even need this microphone but i'm going to talk as loud as i can because i want this whole state and this whole nation to hear me now this is an open air forum speech by gun rights speech by mark robinson it is time for the law-abiding citizens of this country to get as loud and proud with their message as the left has with their lives. Now I tell you, we just had some we just had some young folks over here in the corner over here talking, and I was over here listening to them. And everything they repeated was statistics and this and that. All of it probably given to them by some communist, some leftist, some socialist. But let me tell you this: there's an element to this that everybody forgets, and it's this. It's common sense. Yeah. There's a common sense element to all this. The bottom line is this, whether you like it or not, the world is made up of predator and prey. Prey is defenseless. Predators are not. We can defend ourselves from predators because, because our God in heaven endowed us with the inalienable right to arm ourselves with whatever we see fit to protect ourselves, whether it be from criminals or a tyrannical government or whatever it may be. And the one thing that these children do not understand is the world is not made of rainbows and lollipops. There are people right here close to this state house that will cut your throat for a dollar. And they'll do it for sure if you don't have a way to defend yourself. They had better wake up and they had better wake up quick. They better crack open the Bible and right next to it, they better crack open a history book. And they better take some lessons from both because the defenseless always, they always end up at the, under the thumb of tyrants and despots. Always. You go back and you look through history. You look at Lenin and you look at Stalin yep. and you look at Hitler and you look at Mao and you look at Castro. What did all of them do? They took the guns. You look at the British government before our revolution started. Why did they come here? They didn't come here to shut down a newspaper. They came here to seize the arsenal because they knew with that arsenal we could protect our freedom and gain our freedom from them. And that's exactly what we did. So again, these young people need to wake up and smell the coffee and realize that Second Amendment, if we continue to let it be diminished, it's already been diminished enough. If we continue to let it be diminished, the forces that want to will destroy it and wipe it away. And once it's gone, guess what's going to be silence next? It's not just your guns, it's going to be your mouths, your opinions, your thoughts. It's all going to be shut down. The only reason you have the ability to speak up and be a free person is because you have the ability to defend your freedom. And you don't defend your freedom with a pen. You defend your freedom with, at the point of a gun. It's always happened that way. We our laws, but we don't send our police officers onto the streets with law books. We send them onto the streets with guns because that's what it takes to defend our laws. It takes firearms. It takes weapons. And I'm telling you right now, folks, you can look at who's, who it is that's trying to 
take these rights. I, I really am playing these videos so you can get a flavor of what the mindset, of what the rhetoric is by the pro-Second Amendment crowd. A, a very broad swath. I, I played everybody I've played today regarding Second Amendment. It's been all different people talking. And they're all making and articulating very valid points regarding this issue. And I, I wanted you to get that flavor of, of, of the mindset there. You look at what they want to do. One of the things I always look at is this. Most of these folks think it's okay to murder an F in the womb. Yep. They think it's okay to go in and take a fully formed human being, mm -hmm. crush his brain, suck his brains out, pull his body out, and discard it like trash or sell the parts. Right. Yeah. So, so we're going to get a morality lesson from Satan by all of their unrighteous gun laws because they know best. Because they're demon-possessed vessels of Satan. And the only reason they want to take the guns is for mass slaughter of the pro-Second Amendment, pro-Constitution, pro-Bible, pro-life crowd. That's the only reason they want to do it. What does that tell you about me and you? If they're willing to kill the most innocent defenseless yep. among us. Amen. What do you think they'll do to their enemies Amen. that are trying to stand up against yeah. them? Northam wants to be able to deliver the baby and then decide if it's killed. Governor Northam, the governor over all this stuff in Virginia. So that tells you what, what type of insane, demon-possessed devil from the pit of hell he is. When folks like that tell you you don't need a gun, yep. guess what you need? Exactly. You need a gun. And you look at look at another issue that's going on right now. You look at our borders. These folks want to open up our borders yep. and allow any and everybody to come here, unvetted, unchecked. Yep. Now, certainly there are a lot of people that are coming in this country for the right reasons, because they're running away from drugs and crime and gangs and corrupt governments. But if we open up the door... But again, that even if they're doing all of that, they're still here illegally. And they're still granted benefits that our own citizens don't have. So I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not saying he's for that either. But I, I mean, I'm not for anything regarding illegal immigration and granting that and giving it because you can see what the agenda behind it is. Allow those people to come in unchecked. Guess who's going to be right behind them? The drugs, the yep. guns, yep. the crime, the gangs, and the corrupt politicians are going to follow them right up here. So when people who want open borders tell you, oh, you don't need an AR-15 for anything, guess what you need? <laughs> Two AR-15s, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. One free chance. Now, there's something I left out of this that I, I would be remiss if I didn't say it, and I plan on saying this every time I speak about this subject. A lot of people say that our Second Amendment, our Constitution gives us our rights. That is not the case, folks. They affirm our rights. But you make no mistake about it. Our Father in Heaven endowed us with those rights. To every animal on this planet, he has given the, the ability to defend itself. He's given the, the bear has giant claws and the shark has its fangs and its ability to swim. All of those animals have the right to defend themselves. And, and some animals that God created, they defend themselves through camouflage and where they choose to build their homes. So it's not always a... Um, you know that type of, of of aggressive defense but there's different way but but if that was the case if they had no way to defend themselves you know 
And I understand a lot of animals are going extinct, but that's not because of other animals doing it. Okay, that's because of, of a lot of the things that, you know, are happening on the planet, particularly from the Illuminati creating those types of environments. themselves with the weapons that God has given them. But to man, what he gave us was the ability to make machinery. And some of that machinery is meant to be used for our defense. Now I want you to hear this. Let I mean, was it is it better that the guy the the guy that did the headshot uh, the thirty he was thirty feet away or whatever the headshot of that guy in that church of the day would it have been better that that guy with the shotgun go and blow everybody away blow all the family sitting there away in the church pews would that have been, made God more happy than that threat being neutralized by that gentleman with that pistol? that with one shot headshot killed him stopped that threat and eliminated it and prevented all the other murdering that was going to occur had that demon possessed vessel from the pit of hell kept firing that shotgun he prevented mass murdering because it was a good guy with a gun doing a righteous thing to protect the innocent, to protect the women and children that were in that church. So, that just happened the other day in Texas. All of you, from the media to the ones in the government, you can come for my guns all you want to. You can come after them all you want to, but I am not giving one inch. We don't need to give one dot, one tittle, yep. not anything. I agree. Because I can tell you what, folks, if you haven't noticed throughout history, gun control in countries has never happened just all of a sudden. It's always been on the slippery slope. And in this country, the leftists know all the guns, all the gun owners, all of you, me, all of us, they know that that's a giant elephant. That they've got to overcome. Now, how do you overcome an elephant? What do they say? Yep. One bite at a time. But in this case, my brother, it's one right at a time. Yep. So we got to hold on to each and every one of those rights and exactly. make sure we don't give an inch on this yeah. second inch, inch by inch, it's a cinch. All this creeping gun control, red flag. Everywhere you turn around, they're just they're just taking away rights here and there everywhere. There's got to be a line in the sand is what he's saying there. And he's absolutely right. Because anybody that can't see what's happening is either blind, dead, or fool. They are absolutely trying to destroy our Constitution. And they know that the only way, the only way to take your rights away is to take away your ability to be able to defend your rights. So, folks, I'm encouraging each and every one of you all to stand up and be courageous and stand up for your rights. That's one of the things everybody thanks me for all the time. They talk, thank me for standing up with courage. There's a lot of people out there that's doing the same thing. And I encourage you all to, do, to keep doing that. Because this is a fight, folks. It's not just a fight for us. But it's a fight for future generations, for our kids and our grandchildren and their children. Okay, so we have that. It just goes on a couple more minutes there. But, uh, again, another, I'm, I'm wanting to really convey the, the, the flavor and the feeling of, of what people are talking about out there. And um, another one, Virginia Second Amendment Sanctuary County speech, moral obligation. We have a moral obligation to fight tyranny. And these are not long. This is, a, this is a b before another one of the Second Amendment, I believe, um, 
movements where they're voting in the second amendment and i mean there's all these people lined up to speak and they're all wearing like guns save lives and all these people speaking i mean it's overwhelming good evening thank you for the chance to speak i represent virginians for liberty and justice i have two thousand members in my organization but i come as a mother of five my son is a united states marine I mean, the, she looks Hispanic to me. The last man you just heard is a black man. I think this is great. I think this is wonderful when you start seeing this dynamic take place, you know, because I don't want it to just be all white people up there saying this stuff. I want it to be other people and from other races because then they can reach out to people in their own race and hopefully they'll be more receptive. And, and whereas I may, may not be able to reach an Hispanic or, or a black person, that other black person, that other Hispanic person can reach them. I think it's great. My husband is a Marine. I have three brothers who are Marines. My godfather was a Marine who served in World War II and Korea. Patrick Henry said, I have but one lamp by which my feet are guided. And that is the lamp of experience. I know of no way of judging the future but by the past. The past has shown that there will always be those who try to undermine liberty. Some will do it by force and others will do it through propaganda, fear, and a slow dumbing down of society. Creating a society who no longer know their God-given natural rights. A society that has forgotten or has never learned that we live in a constitutional republic. One where we the people created government. We were the creators and a very limited government at that. We the creators never intended for our creation to have more power than we do. Society now believes that rights are given by the government and that something should be feared because the media attaches a scary name to it and told them to be fearful. And again, this is the, the, the mass media brainwashing machine and, and the public school system and the college system that creates this, at least in part, there, there are some of the main players. Society now believes that more statutes and codes will keep them safe, that somehow restricting the rights of good people will make bad people less dangerous. Yeah. We are very far from the gift of liberty that our framers gave to us. We live in a time when our public servants are now called public officials, trying to make us believe that we no longer hold the power. The Virginia State Legislatures of 1779 said that the number one job description of our oath takers was guardians of the state's sovereignty. Mm. Nice. Sec nice. Securing the sovereignty of Virginia. And Virgin I mean, this is standing room only, and this is just one of the meetings that are, go that are going on all around Virginia means guardian the natural and alienable rights of every single Virginian. That includes the right to self-defense. The Second Amendment doesn't grant us this right. God did. The Second Amendment simply tells the government that they cannot impede on our rights. What part of shall not be infringed do they not understand? Just because a bill is passed and is made legal doesn't make it lawful. Amen. We have a moral obligation to our posterity to ignore unlawful acts and to fight tyranny. I have but one lamp by which my feet are guided, and that is the lamp of experience. 
I know of no way of judging the future but by the past. And that lamp will never allow me to forget the unarmed victims of Hitler, Stalin, Mao, and the many other victims of less famous tyrants throughout the world. Amen. And in case he's watching, Attorney General, although you think that you will be able to bully us into compliance by falsely labeling us felons, may I remind you and every oath taker of the oath you swore, you are public servants and we are your employers with a moral duty and obligation to refuse and fight tyranny. Let us not forget that the people who hid Anne Frank were breaking the law and the people who killed her were following it. Thank you. Nice. And, and who killed Anne Frank? The Nazis. You know? Who was hiding her? Well, the good, the, the, the poor Jews there that were trying to, you know, hide her. And, but they were breaking the law. Again, and that's where we're moving if there's not pushback against all this wickedness encroaching on us. And this is one of the main areas. And this is the area I see Americans right now being the most awake. Uh, is the Second Amendment issue. And it's one of the most important because so much hangs on the second amendment if they if they get the guns all the other stuff will be implemented it will all be the the forced vaccinations and every single other thing they're trying to implement will be implemented so um this is very encouraging to see this type of of turnout in, in grassroots efforts uh okay so let's go forward here un authorizes the unthinkable russia china 2020 u.s strike approved um a series of events have now taken full form long in the making that has led to an all-out war on america as now officially announced by the un china and russia have been authorized to create run and monitor a task force on internet crime two of the world's most authoritarian regimes are now in control of everything entire continents will see here watch on the internet just imagine the possibilities of what they can do with that power that is only part of the much larger plan the msm will not touch mainstream media nearly simultaneously china activates what's called beidou b-e-i-d-o-u a series of what they call gps satellites that rival our own what these GPS satellites allow for is weaponization of intel surveillance and messaging control, unlike anything you've ever seen before. So let's go ahead and listen to this. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. My name is Justice Knight, co-founder of Restricted Republic, filling in today for Lisa Haven. And as you see over my shoulder, UN has authorized the unthinkable. Baidu is now active and online. China and Russia authorized to strike the United States in 2020. The headline speaks for itself. Two elements have just occurred that have changed the landscape of our great nation for a very, very long time. The first of which here on Breitbart, UN approved China-backed Internet Convention. Alarming rights advocates russia and china banding together for an initiative that changes everything and And this is all about shutting down our ability to like what i'm doing our ability to communicate i'm communicating with you right now if you're listening to this this is all about 
putting us into an, into a uh, position in the near future where the internet will be, you know, essentially shut down and all you'll have to go off of is, is the is the uh, satanic propaganda and lies they want to feed you. And that's why I'm, I've been doing, this is going to, I don't know how long this study is going to go tonight. I know it's going to go with at least five parts. And I mean, we're talking, you know, I don't even know how many hours of recording. And I, I just feel like I'm trying to get the most content out as I can because I don't know when my, my next broadcast is going to be my last. It could never have gotten off the ground without this. Two new satellites sent into space. Again, these are things that we should be praying against. All these satellites going up to, to form the internet or the, uh, well, the 5G and, and the surveillance control grid that they're, that they're implementing. That is the launching of another satellite for the Baidu navigation system. China has now completed the core network behind this system. Their satellite count will be 35. Ours will be 30 putting them in a position they've never been in before. This affects every element of technology. This affects every element of suppression. This affects every element of control. This on Gizmodo, China is set to launch its GPS competitor next year. Well, that competition isn't what they want you to believe. It has only a portion to do with GPS. It's a much larger picture China's Badu navigation system to provide unique services. China will provide unique services to global users with the Baidu navigation satellite system after its construction is finished in 2020. And that will set off a war unlike anything we've ever seen, because that allows China to bypass Google, to bypass our GPS systems, to be self-sufficient and to create a framework for Saudi Arabia, for Europe, for Russia, for China, of which they'll be able to control everything. And the UN just allowed them to fully execute it back to that article. Again, on Breitbart, the United Nations on Friday approved a Russian-led bid that aims to create a new convention on cybercrime, alarming rights groups and Western powers that fear a bid to restrict online freedom. I laugh when I chuckle when I even read some of these headlines. The United Nations authorizes a convention to fight cybercrime as it will be dictated by China and Russia. Should have been your first problem. The General Assembly approved a resolution sponsored by Russia and backed by China, which would set up a committee of international experts in 2020. The panel will work to set up a comprehensive international convention on countering the use of information and communication technologies for criminal purposes or those purposes that China and Russia don't agree with. But we're going to worry about freedom of expression. That, that's a part of it. China's already given the blueprint of what they're going to do. China's new Internet censorship rule highlight roles of algorithms. China's control over online content is likely to tighten further, if that's even possible, with a comprehensive set of rules that defines what is bad or illegal. See, the blueprint's out there. The blueprint that the UN just approved. The content that they'll allow can only encourage the government. If it doesn't encourage what the government believes, then it's shut down. It's criminal. So give power to China and Russia 
to control the internet across their entire hemisphere of what they feel is right or wrong, what is criminal or unjust, and they shut down all freedoms just to begin with. What happens when they start dictating, as it says here, producers of online content? Dictating what they're able to broadcast and what they're not able to broadcast. The rules encourage those producers to create and release content promoting socialist theories set out by President Xi Jinping, as well as content that helps increase the international influence of the Chinese culture. The Belt Road Initiative, to name one. You see, they weaponized everything they've been working on for years now. I'm going to prove that out to you step by step, along with the algorithm in an acknowledgement by the Chinese government of the role they play in determining which content reaches which users. They'll control who sees what. Imagine how they can bend reality to what they want that entire hemisphere to see. Imagine when they make America evil or at least appear that way. What happens when they dictate a population against us? The same Chinese surveillance arm, People's War of Surveillance, ensures China will never be free. Their camera system that we're all so well aware of now, their satellite system, even be able to push that message of suppression further. China to compete, complete Badu, competitor to GPS with new launches. Again, stating that this has something only to do with GPS. Of course, we know that now. Future plans calls for a smarter, now we're going to take this next step, more accessible and more integrated system with Baidu at its core to come online by 2035. Well, what are they referring to there? Let me paint a picture for you. We already know that countries can black out the Internet by the snap of a finger. French court clear social media tracking plan in tax crackdown. You see, they're implementing a system, a new set of rules. Here they're saying that we're going to try to find out by monitoring your social media accounts if you've declared the right customs and taxes by what you're using in your post. And if we declare you're not, then we can send the authorities after you. Weaponizing the internet, weaponizing social media. We've seen many elements of this everywhere. We've seen Twitter already enforce it, so it's why. Here, UN moves towards handing dictatorship powers to control the internet. It's much, much worse than this. That, published by Paul Joseph Watson. We'll listen into a little clip here. Twitter is siding with the communist Chinese, and at the same time, Twitter, of course, bans free speech in America. I was banned by Twitter a few months ago. So, weaponization of social media is already occurring here. But what happens when China can weaponize social media access accounts through continents, creating messages that only they want heard? Under the guise of cybersecurity, the government is moving towards to discredit and shut down the existing Internet infrastructure in the pursuit of a new centralized, regulated, worldwide web It's been the plan for, as he states here, Paul Joseph Watson states, since 2010. The fact that the United Nations is attempting to legitimize this framework by handing oppressive... The same ones that are coming for the guns, the same ones that are advertising for the disarmament specialists in New York City. You know, the, the literally coming backbone of the New World Order. They're the ones that are attempting to do away with the Internet as we know it.
regime's more power to define certain types of speech as criminal is part of the long-term agenda. Now the hate speech agenda comes in. You see the multiple prongs of this attack. It's been laid for a very, very long time. The Baidu system simply weaponizes all this information as a tool of repression. Iran and regimes from Ethiopia to Venezuela limit internet and go dark online. They weren't alone. Russia did the same. Russia's going to test an internet kill switch and its citizens will suffer. China has the same capacity and capability. So that's why this launch, this suppression, this UN ruling changes the landscape of the future. They've initiated a war on the United States, and mainstream media is silent about it. Nobody wants you to know what's happening. I don't think we've got a lot of time left on the Internet. I, I hope we have this year. I don't know. I mean, maybe we got way more. I don't know. But I know what they're doing. <laughs> like what he just talked about. That's, you know, by design, on purpose. They cannot have this free flow of, of, of information that we've had up until now and um they got to find some way of shutting it down so here's another very brief report report on this subject un moves towards handing dictatorial power to to control internet and embr embraces the blockchain a big time heads up here and a warning for what the un is trying to do the un if you don't know likes to try to override what any country out there is trying to do they are like the government of all the governments, right, out here on this world stage, overseeing things and allowing for stuff to go down all over the place. Now, that same United Nations that's sitting behind the Mexican National Guard at our southern border, just sitting there. They have this resolution that they have approved that is sponsored by China and Russia to set up a committee of international experts whose role would be to stop the use of information and communication technologies for what they're going to call criminal purposes. Now these, these countries... This would be, this broadcast would be, fall under a criminal purpose, according to Satan, I mean the UN, of course. Already use these powers against their own people and we see what China's done in clamping down in their country and keeping everyone hidden behind their firewall. I've warned you so many times what they're doing out here on this world stage with China in allowing them to march forward. So I think it's pretty clear to see that these countries that silence their own people, if they get the power through the, U the UN to do so, and whatever they say goes globally, are you kidding me? Switch gears and see what the Secretary General of the whole UN is saying here. They must embrace blockchain. Right from Forbes itself, I've warned about this over and over. What they're going to do with the beast blockchain tracking every asset globally this is where they're taking it they're pushing china to the forefront they like how they control their people they would like to see this globally and this little experiment in the united states is going to take a wicked turn at some point that people are not going to like and it doesn't matter how many warnings you've given to people if they don't want to hear it it's like leading a horse to water you can't force it to drink so you can only 
goes so far, you remember that. You can only take this message so far. If people do not want to act, that it's not on you. That it's on them. And don't let that guilt or that burden ride on you. Because it's not on you. It's on them. A shout out to all that play their part in fighting this fight as things heat up all around us. It is those times. And this is what's happening. I'll leave some links here so you guys can read into these articles. It's important to see what the UN is doing out here on this world stage when it affects all of us. And if they were to push something like this, you have to turn around and look at your own politicians and be like, how dare you? All right? Who allowed this to happen? And then let's see who you're voting for come election time. Problem is, I have a funny feeling, right around the time of the mass awakening, that's when something's going to come crashing down and a shift is going to happen. And they're already prepared for it. They already have a whole financial system set up. They've done it slowly right in front of your face with blockchain. I believe what he's in reference to there is the cryptocurrency movement, the blockchain. And I, I, like I've been saying for ever since that came out, really, when I've been asked about it, it's going to be the coming backbone, the monetary system for the New World Order. And when the mark of the beast comes, it's all going to be interlinked into the cryptocurrency blockchain. It's all going to be digital. And that's why you're not going to be able to buy, sell, or trade without it from a conventional, from a worldly type of sense. I'm not saying, you know, if there wasn't communities of underground people that could barter, but I'm talking about from just a normal, everyday type of thing. Yeah, it's, that's what he's in reference to there, I believe, with the blockchain. So... Um, Okay, so we have that. Then now we're going to go into the Ebola subject. And um, staged Ebola pandemic being prepped for America, followed by mandatory Ebola vaccines using live viral strains. An effort is underway now to harvest Ebola-infected subjects from African nations. Now, they've been doing this for a good year at least. And then transport them to the U.S. border and have them cross into the United States as human weapons who will unleash ebola on u.s soil again i've been reporting on this for many many months this is part of the globalist effort to bring down the united states of america and cause chaos before the 2020 elections well, that's their theory you know maybe that maybe there's validity there to that you know right left paradigm it, different factions of the illuminati vying to put their their candidates in and and that type of thing while subjugating all Americans to medical martial law that demands mandatory Ebola vaccines, which just so happened to contain live viruses to further spread the outbreak, which is exactly what killed all the people in the Spanish flu outbreak of 1918-1919. The ones that received the vaccines were, quote, by firsthand accounts from, I'm sure, millions of people, hale and hearty one day. They took the vaccines. They didn't have that science perfected at, at all at that point, and they were dead the next from what appeared to be like the black death commingled with many, many other diseases. And that's my, my whole presentation on, on the avian flu. We got into that. I'll give you the links later for that if you want to go watch that for free online. Uh, going further... This is part of the globalist effort to bring down the United States. Um, the effort is fully funded by both the UN-linked organizations who have been running depopula depopulation vaccine experiments on human subjects in Kenya 
as well as the criminal CDC, which functions as nothing more than a malicious propaganda front for the vaccine industry. As the independent media has been exhaustedly covering, migrants from Ebola-infected African nations are being deliberately deposited in major U.S. cities, and we're bringing, we're literally bringing them over. I mean, whether it's George Soros or other factions of our government, we're bringing them in, okay? They're just showing up at the border, you know, and crossing. How did they get here from, from the Congo? Are they really good swimmers? I mean, I've heard some of them really got a backstroke. You, you, you got to take a second look at it. I mean, I'm telling you, they, they can backstroke like crazy. Whole families of them. You know, they're all amazing swimmers. Can, you know, traverse the whole Atlantic Ocean from the Congo and wind up at the southern border of Texas. And it's amazing. Somewhere along the line, they acquired rolls of $100 bills that their po pockets are bulging with. And they don't want to talk anything about how they got the $100 bills or how they got to the border or none of that when interviewed. They're very, very um, nasty and uh, evasive and get very, very, um, you know, angry if you try to question them. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. You could have knocked me over with a feather. I, I, I don't know what's going on there. And I'm sure it's all good, though. So, um, and I reported on this again so many times. As the independent media has been exhaustive in covering, migrants from Ebola-infected African nations are being deliberately deposited into U.S. major cities, including Austin, Texas, where InfoWars reporter have conducted numerous interviews to discover shocking details about the Ebola, Ebola risk in Texas. See this video. Migrants from Ebola-stricken Congo marched through the streets of San Antonio. And then another one, migrant, African migrants swarmed Texas border from Ebola-infested Congo. I've played a lot of these before. Here's the links if you want to revisit that. Just last week, a 41-year-old woman from the Depart Department, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, illegally crossed the border while carrying Ebola. She was apprehended by the U.S. Border Patrol, then proceeded to vomit and eventually die from what was labeled as acute kidney failure which is the most common organ failure among those who are infected with Ebola. Hmm. The DRC is currently experiencing one of the largest Ebola outbreaks in history. DRC's De uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. Um, Ebola has, can be carried by individuals who aren't yet killed by it, as this report shows. According to Reuters, people who survive Ebola, the Ebola virus infection, face a dramatically higher risk of dying so if you survive the ebola virus infection you're going to face a dramatically higher risk of dying probably from severe kidney damage which is exactly what happened to this lady that we just talked about within a year of leaving the hospital so is it possible this congolese woman's kidney damage came as a result of the ebola infection she was ultimately supposedly cured of but just two weeks ago the first documented relapse of an Ebola patient was recorded. That is why, because of what I've said before, this new Ebola strain, which is a genetically modified Ebola that is owned by our government through different patents and lock, stock, and barrel, they own this. That particular strain can remain sequestered in different parts of the body, undetected by even a blood test. Unless you went into wherever, whatever part of the body that it was sequestered in, you wouldn't know they had Ebola. It can sequester itself in the aqueous humor of the eye, in the testes, and in other different parts of the body. Again, it's GMO. It's designed to do this. It's a Frankenvirus. In early December, Congolese health authorities reported that a survivor in 
Mabalako, North Kivu province, had fallen ill with the virus again. This is a survivor that had fallen ill with the survivor again. Reuters reported, preliminary tests have since classified it as a relapse. The WHO said it was a weekly report. Now, supposedly, you know, once you get it once, you, you have lifetime immunity. No, no, no. That's not the case with the new GMO version. What's the purpose of this outbreak? To demand all Americans to be injected with a deadly Ebola vaccine containing a live Ebola virus. It's all part of a coordinated CDC, FDA, PSYOP, false flag operation that's being ignited by sending human weapons into the USA to unleash Ebola and cause a pandemic. I mean... You know, this report alone, what what fun, fun information we're covering today, you know? World War Three that we're basically locked and loaded into now. I don't even see any way out, barring God's intervention. And then all the stuff that they're planning in Virginia and elsewhere and what's going on in Colorado. They're they're flying drones over us, they're chemtrailing us now. You know, every all the stuff that they're doing to kill us off and deceive us and lie to us, the dues weapons raining down hell from above on Australia and all the poor little koala bears and kangaroos dying, fifty million animals or whatever dying over there. I mean, I I was just bawling like yesterday over that, like several times. So was Taylor over that. I mean, it's just Oh, I'll tell you, as much as I can handle heavy-duty information, I mean, it. this is, this is, I've never, ever dealt with this level of, of insanity that we're facing. And it's only through the Lord Jesus Christ you're going to get through this, you know? It's just, that's it. He's, he's our strength. He's our only hope. That's it. it it's as simple as that because, um, this is so overwhelming and they're hitting us from so many different angles. Uh, and the Lord Jesus Christ is, it's not like anything's changed. He's only ever been our only hope. I just think he's letting all this happen so that we will have no choice but to cry out to him, you know? So I'm going to play this brief video here. Talk to Paul Watson who takes over in T minus five minutes. I said, what are you covering? He said, the societal breakdown and mayhem that happened on New Year's Eve across Europe, the ongoing Islamic invasion, and so much more. And then, of course, we've got the war room with Owen Schroyer coming up 3 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time today, band.video. Okay, let me hit this, and I'm going to shoot a special report on this today. It will be airing tomorrow. I've already got one special report out on this, but this is a big, big deal. I, I do apologize for not having... The level of gravelly voice that Alex Jones does on purpose, by design, that he's admitted that he does. That's a, that's, he does that on purpose to irritate you and to get your attention. He's admitted it openly, but I apologize. I haven't went that route yet. And I'm thinking about it though. I'm, 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 I'm kind of kicking it around. Ebola is a virus that kills 90% of people roughly that come in contact with it. And you've got the Congo that's had the biggest outbreak of Ebola ever last year going into this year. And you've got a pipeline by the UN and UNICEF of bringing people into Guatemala and Mexico who have not been tested in any way for Ebola. And we've had cases of Ebola show up in the Caribbean last year. You've got Africans being brought in. We've shown you this footage last year with no vetting past Border Patrol by the thousands and dumped out in San Antonio from the Congo as well. Mm -hmm. Some of them are dying in Texas and other states. And I have those articles. Can I get an overhead shot? Thanks. 
Now, this right here, Ebola vaccine approved by FDA. Yep. This just happened two weeks ago. And what's incredible about this is it's a live Ebola vaccine, but they claim it's genetically modified so it won't hurt you. Yeah, just like my grandma got polio from the live polio vaccine. Mm -hmm. That's inside the U.S. This is now going on. First FDA-approved vaccine for the prevention of Ebola virus disease making a critical milestone in public health preparedness. See, before, I think, when they when they had the, um, when they were bringing in all the Ebola, uh, infected Ebola Congolese as disease vectors that had the Ebola sequestered in their bodies, they weren't ready to roll out the pandemic yet because they hadn't fully got the vaccine up and developed and ready. I believe they've probably been mass producing this behind the scenes. Now we're looking at what we have this year and I, I think that when this, when whatever they're going to have goes down, they're going to hit us all at once if they can for maximum shock and awe, maximum order out of chaos. And this is going to be part of it. And this is, again, what I literally started this ministry was the, was the uh, Prophecy Club 14 City Tour that I did on the avian flu, which was a very similar, just swap out avian flu for Ebola and all the same principles apply. And I, again, I'll give you those links later, or you can just go up to YouTube and just key Scott, Dr. Scott Johnson, Avion Flu. You can watch my full presentations up there, PowerPoint slides and everything else. It's just as pertinent today as it was back then. I just, you're dealing with a different thing with Ebola. Congonese woman, 41, dies after entering U.S. border custody of kidney failure. Of course, that's, uh, she had a previous medical condition. She was vomiting and in pain. Kidney failure, that's what they call it when you got Ebola, folks. In the Caribbean, they said, oh, no, people trying to get to the U.S. have it. That was in the news a month ago, but it gets shut down. That's the Washington Post. Ebola survivors face kidney problems and risk of premature death. Reuters, see? But they're covering it all up. It can linger in men's semen for more than two years. Mm. They don't get it, but you do. Wow. That's from the CDC. So imagine the Democrats are bringing folks in from the Congo, no testing. Got all the video of this last year in our reports, exclusive illegals from Ebola-stricken Congo sent across. They're letting all this garbage go on at the borders. All this unvetted disease vectors flooding our southern borders. But they're so concerned that you have your vaccines and that they get your guns because they care so much. Yes. Liberals came over and assaulted Greg Reese. saying, don't you videotape this. The Africans are pouring in, not even being yeah. tested. They're showing them at the border here, at crossing. I mean, there's hundreds of them. The Mexican troops. This is total insanity. And when there are Ebola outbreaks, it gets covered up. We know they've happened. They get shipped off to the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta. This is how those zombie movies always start. Mm -hmm. But, oh, you've got to take all the vaccines or you're causing measles, mumps, and rubella. Right, somebody else yeah. has had all these shots, well, then why, why aren't they protected? Huh. It turns out they haven't eradicated these diseases, folks. They haven't eradicated things like polio. They just call it polio-like illnesses, but it's polio. And it turns out the measles outbreaks and other things are happening with vaccinated people. Yep. They're getting it from that. And the insert says it can do because it. Because it's viral shedding. When you get the MMR cultured off your aborted babies, okay, and all the other garbage they put in the MMR, and you give measles to someone else, it's because of the viral shedding that you're undergoing 
in the first 30 to 60 days after you get the shot and then they blame it on the unvaccinated even though the and again this is the exact thing going on in samoa i was going to play another thing on that but it's like okay it's kind of redundant at this point no there's no there's literally no measles outbreak in samoa and all of a sudden the un brings in 144,000 doses and demands everybody get them and as soon as they start giving them to the samoa population massive measles outbreaks killing all kind of people in the samoan where there was no measles outbreak before they brought the vaccines in. And the same month that they initiate the measles vaccine campaign in Samoa, all these people start dropping dead from the measles. And they're they're the ones that are vaccinated. Or they're the ones giving, the through the viral shedding, this Franken-measles, GMO version, to maybe an unvaccinated person. That could be happening as well. But remember, it's a GMO Franken-version that has a specific serotype that they refuse to release what what um, viral strain is causing all the deaths because they know it's from the vaccines. And I covered this, I believe it was the last study of the one before that, I don't know. I covered it in depth. It's still going on there. They're spreading it. It's hygiene and running water that has made all this go way down. By the 50s, they started pushing all the vaccines. Actual diseases went up at that point yep. because it lowers your immunity when you take vaccines. Absolutely. Do they work sometimes? Yes. Are they all tainted? Yes. Is there vaccine damage funds that cover it up secretly? Yes. Look it up. Yep. It's all public that it's secret. They admit they're covering it up and then telling you, arrest people that question it. The same big pharma that brings us all these other deadly drugs and that's always getting caught doing evil things. I'm supposed to trust you putting... Genetically right. engineered Ebola into me, and now Amen. some are saying, "Oh, we want to make everybody take Gardasil shots and make everybody <laughs> take Ebola shots yeah. over my dead body." It'll never end. So, live Ebola to be injected into Americans. There's your headline. Yep. CDC announces plan to inject Americans with live Ebola virus. There's your headline. Paul Joseph Watson takes over it in 60 seconds. Yep. So there you have that. Uh, and then the CDC. <laughs> Here we go. The CDC literally owns the patent on this GMO Ebola viral strains, and they can't wait to generate windfall of profits from the, from the engineered Ebola outbreak. Yes, the CDC owns the patent on the all Ebola vaccines. It's patent number CA2741523A1, and it was awarded in 2010. You can view that patent here. There's a link here in the report. As reported by Natural News all the way back in 2014, both the CDC and the National Institutes of Health, or the NIH, are among the key players in promoting the Ebola vaccine. While the CDC owns the patent on Ebola itself, the NIH owns the patent on the Ebola vaccines. As it turns out, the NIH has collaborated with the Vaccine Research Center, or the VRC, which is a division of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and Curacel, another vaccine developer, to commercialize an Ebola vaccine in the very near future. But I'm sure none of this is just to kill us all off and make us sick and, you know, I'm sure there's, it's, they're the, uh, the most puritanical intentions you can imagine are behind all the stuff that I'm talking about today. From another natural news story published in 2014, patent applicants are clearly described on the patent as including the government of the United States of America, as represented by the Secretary, the Department of Health and Human Services. Now, these are the patent applicants. 
on the patent for the Ebola, government of the United States of America, as represented by the Secretary, um, Department of Health of Human Services, Center for Disease Control, the summary of the invention section of the patent document also clearly claims that the U.S. government is claiming ownership over all Ebola viruses that that share as little as 70% similarity with the Ebola it invented. I mean, you talk about red level insanity. I'm holding in my hand a printout from the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta and the FDA. And you know what it says? The FDA has approved live Ebola virus to be injected into you via vaccines. What would you do if you knew for a fact that live Ebola was inside of this dumpster? You'd call the CDC. You'd call the media. You'd call the police. You'd call the health department, wouldn't you? But what would you do if the government and the UN was coming to inject you with live Ebola virus? Well, you'd probably go into Stockholm Syndrome or learned helplessness and roll your sleeve up, kind of like the poor Jews that ran into those pits in World War II, and the Nazis would shoot them and more Jews would run in behind them because they didn't want to get shot. But they got shot because they followed orders. We're not following orders. You see, ladies and gentlemen, my grandmother, who just died a few years ago at 92, got polio in the mid-1950s when my mother was just a little girl. And her doctor told her that she got it from the live polio vaccine that she was given. She was given one strain, a few months later took another strain, and a week later got paralyzed. They had to get her ready for an iron lung. She almost died and she was crippled and on crutches until the day she died with incredible pain. Yeah. Now, it's a fact that a lot of people got polio for the polio vaccine. That's in the history books. Yep. It's a fact that thousands died of the swine flu vaccine in the 1970s. But now they try to say safe and effective, no one's ever been hurt, even though there's a giant multi-billion dollar a year payout from a secret vaccine damage fund set up in the mid-1980s. Mm -hmm. So here's the news. Yep. Remember last year in 2019, no one else was covering it but InfoWars. Thousands of Africans being brought in from Ebola. Now, that's a total lie from the pit of hell because I covered it and a lot of other people. But he likes to take credit for everything. He, he fancies himself the only one on the internet that's actually putting out truth and this type of stuff. When I got a 50-page doc on the guy that is extremely disturbing the information in there about Alex Jones. So again, I'm gleaning from him like I would glean from ABC or CBS. I don't trust Alex Jones at all, though. Congo, who were flying to Mexico and then coming across the border, and Soros groups were picking them up, delivering them to vans in San Antonio to be driven all over the United States. No green card, no background. But I will say what he's talking about can be easily verified. Medical checks, no nothing. And now Ebola has popped up in the Caribbean. It's reportedly popped up inside the U.S., but it's been kept on the down low, and the people have been taken to the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta. But here's the rest of the news. Now they want to inject you with a live Ebola virus, but don't worry, they have genetically modified it, and it can mutate, and it can spread, oh, yeah. but they're just saying, be good little guinea pigs, and trust them, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. This is how you get the rise of other super viruses, and all of us are being... I think it's going to be like I Am Legend, where, you know, you got, you got the, the thing to make sure you didn't get cancer, and you turned out like a zombie in the end, you know? 
Uh, I, I think it's going to be very similar to something like that. It's going to be a delayed reaction, most likely, because I, I got a feeling this this next round of vaccines, this Ebola vaccine they're going to have, is going to be unlike anything we've ever known from a horrific standpoint. Like guinea pigs, and this isn't some science fiction movie. It's not 28 Days Later. Uh, it's it's not a zombie flick. This is America and the world in 2020, and they tested this and other vaccines out in Africa, and they're having the biggest outbreaks they've ever had. And the locals run from the vaccinators, saying they believe they're getting it from the medical workers. Yep. A lot of people in Africa are getting HIV, have never had sex, and it's been traced back to the vaccines as well. Oh, sure. So we know there's Absolutely. eugenics programs, just like putting syphilis in vaccines and giving it to black people here in the U.S. with the Tuskegee experiment. Yep. This is incredibly dangerous, and they are definitely gearing up for an Ebola false flag. And if other vaccines a lot of times trigger outbreaks, will this trigger Ebola outbreaks in the United States? Gardasil killed a bunch of people as well. They're still pushing that. So now get ready for Ebola in your vaccine. So roll up your sleeves and get ready to have a lot of fun. Trust Big Pharma and take your Ebola shot. It's no big deal. Live Ebola is good for you. This live experimental Ebola vaccine does not belong in your body. It belongs in the garbage. And again, remember, Trump is from from this year uh, back about, you know, not to the start of the year, but He's been on board with all the, the campaigns for the measles, mumps, and all the stuff. He's been right on there saying that, you know, needs to happen. He's 400% for the vaccines now. He's doing nothing to stop any of this. But again, the alternative media and them, like Alex Jones, they won't point any of that out. They'll just stay silent about that because they got way too much invested in the old Trumpster. Trumpster is the one that belongs in that dumpster, okay, that he just was opening up there and they won't call that devil out i will now again it doesn't make me better i'm just saying that you know they need to be doing that they need to be holding trump accountable because he hasn't been held accountable he's been able to get away with all the the garbage that he has so note that since the cdc now owns all the ebola viral strains according to the u.s patent office if you're stricken with ebola and begin to replicate the ebola genetic code into your own cells you are now a criminal who is violating the cdc's intellectual property laws you could be arrested or quarantined or even kidnapped and killed for medical experiments involving the cdc because you you took their virus and they own that and that patent's inside you and you had no right to it you didn't pay for it so therefore they own you and your body according to them they can, they can kidnap you and, and uh, involve medical experiments involving CDC, Ebola, and the vaccines. Your entire body is now owned by the CDC since the Ebola genetic code has replicated throughout your body, blood and your organs. If you don't, this is why I've been so adamant about the vaccine issue for years. Look at where it's come to. This is like nightmare stuff I wasn't even aware of like, you know, years ago. I would have never thought it would have even, they're, they're doing things like now I never even envisioned. If you don't believe the U.S. government could be could be so evil to carry out such mad experiments on Americans, then you don't know the history of the government-run medical experiments on Americans. And uh, the way it goes back to Tuskegee and the Guatemalan prisoner experiments that were funded by the NIH and admitted by Barack Obama. It's full. It's a full history of illegal, inhumane medical experiments, mostly conducted on blacks, prisoners, and soldiers, but sometimes also conducted on the general public. Read the full timeline of this here. Here's a link to it. 
or see the short list, list of the 13 most heinous experiments carried out on humans by the U.S. government. There's a link there. The development of the Ebola vaccine has been scripted and fast-tracked to prepare America for a massive Ebola false flag operation that will involve real infections but a false narrative. 2020 looks to be the year the CDC, a criminal organization that causes pandemics to promote vaccine profits, is going to unleash the most horrific, dangerous medical false flags in the history of our world. There are, of course, many natural medicines and herbal solutions that can defeat uh, the Ebola, and I'm going to get into that later, but they have all been systematically censored by tech giants acting in concert with the CDC as a scheme to force Americans to receive the weaponized Ebola vaccines rather than turn to natural remedies that don't spread the pandemic like vaccines do. Most likely, the biggest thing for you is just don't get vaccinated, number one, by the Ebola vaccine, and you know, you'd want to protect yourself if there was an outbreak and it went airborne which they're going to make sure this is able to go airborne so that the vaccinated can can infect the unvaccinated and airborne is the best way to make that happen and even in that movie uh outbreak i think it was when it went airborne in the movie that was the turning point of the movie okay because that's when it goes when it spreads like wildfire uh, Google, in other words, is part of a conspiracy against humanity, which will coalesce into the deaths of countless innocent Americans as the CDC, the mainstream media, and the tech giants turn the entire nation into a mad science medical experiment protected by big, big tech's disinformation, psyops, and censorship schemes. In other words, what big tech, the mass media, and the CDC are about to do will go down in history as the more heinous crime that has ever been committed against humanity, even dwarfing the Holocaust. The goal of it, well, you got to get those de those Deagle statistics to match up to what, you know, what, on a 70% reduction in population by the year 2024. Uh, we're, we just started 2020. We only got four more years. A lot of people got to die, according to Deagle, that government-run, government think tank consortium people predicting what the numbers are going to be by 2024. Got to get that show on the road. The goal of it all it's not just about causing chaos and the collapse of America as a way to defeat President Trump and the populist uprising. It's about the depopulation and globalist plan to dramatically reduce the numbers of humans living on the planet, an outcome they have convinced themselves is necessary to save the planet from climate change. That's the lying excuse, at least, which is a total hoax fabricated by the very same people who are running the genocidal depopulation schemes, by the way. Yeah, I couldn't, be, I couldn't agree more. Uh, this came into Steve Quayle today um do not under any conditions accept the ebola vaccine all vials contain live ebola uh supposedly tamed meaning i think he means attenuated but however 60 percent of the vials checked in a test uh of ebola had mutated in the vials and now they are even more hot ebola variations than what that was put in the vials as a vaccine <laughs> so they're they're um they're undergoing mutations within the vial is what what he's saying yet it is still being given out to unsuspecting people the evil just keeps growing in in the new normal or they're going to be giving it out i think i mean i don't know if they are yet i mean who knows maybe there's certain sects of the population they're already doing this on I, that wouldn't surprise me a bit so that just came in uh this came in from common sense show dave hodges the deep state's destabilizing event will most likely be ebola 
and on April 30th, 2019, Dave Hodges, he published an article from the Common Sense Show entitled, Under the Cover of the Measles Pandemic, the CDC is Mobilizing a Fake Ebola Pandemic. The following opening source intel was leaked to see Common Sense Show, and it basically stated that there are three individuals who escaped confinement who have tested for Ebola. Now, this, remember, this is back in April 30, 2019. I have had three people on three different alphabet soup agencies tell me that the release was a black op meaning on purpose on the federal government side of things agents i spoke with are frustrated because there is not an active set of search parameters and protocols enacted to locate these people some agents believe that this is the beginning of the human suicide bombers however i won't they will not have bombs attached to their bodies they will be infected with ebola the deep state controllers who control the extent of federal investigations are not concerned about finding these individuals as one field agent told me last night Quote, the 20 Congolese detainees that we caught and confined represented the ones that we caught. We have an untold amount of people crossing our border who are unscreened and represent a clear and present danger to this country. Also stated in the same referenced article is, is that according to one federal source, we are looking for several new strains of measles. Some of, It seems to be the common thing, seems to be this measles thing and the Ebola. And what are the two biggest vaccines now? We're hearing about the MMR. You look at what's going on in Samoa. You look at what happened last year in like New Jersey and all those areas where Trump was totally on board pushing that MMR, all cultured off aborted babies, all using genetically modified. These are this is GMO measles. Now this is some kind of weird Franken super strain. That's why it's killing so many people in Samoa. They're beta testing it out in Samoa. Only God knows what the Ebola is going to do. The Ebola vaccine. I mean, we're talking. We're talking Mad Max combined with I Am Legend combined with that show where they go around, I don't know, that series where they go around killing everybody and they're all zombies and stuff or whatever, Walking Dead or whatever. Yeah, they're literally trying to bring that, that into our plane of existence is what I'm telling you. They want that to be real. That's why those shows are on TV. So according to one federal source, we're looking at new new strains of measles. Some appear to be vaccine resistant, even though the vaccines caused it. In the past, measles deaths were extremely rare. Today, that may no longer be the case. This raises the possibility that some strains of the measles are actually a bioweapon. Of course they are. Why would this be thrust upon the American people? When I asked my sources for an opinion, they universally said this is preparation for something bigger that is coming our way. In other words, under the guise of preparing for measles, which will not only panic the nation, the CDC is mobilizing a response under the guise of treating and containing measles, and they will actually be preparing for something for something like Ebola. Clearly, this has been suspected for decades. Ebola is a man-made, and this patent proves the intention of the CDC to profit from future pandemics. Why does the CDC need to own the patent on Ebola? Perhaps we should ask Bill Gates why he previously donated $50 million to the United Nations and the CDC in the name of fighting Ebola. Even though the most of the published evidence has been scrubbed where it still remains, uh, the aforementioned patent and the other documents in which I preserved hard copies. Okay, I'm going to be over on time here and i i got to do one more part which will bring it into five parts the next part we're going to get into my recommendations on what to do for ebola and then other things that are along those lines and we're going to wrap it up there and it's something that you can print out as well so um god bless you and we will see you in part five